So you've decided to give up that old behavior that's been killing you and all you care for and surrender to a power greater than yourself. That's the first step. Surrender is what opens the prison door. Now it's time to walk through that door and into a whole new way of life. Spirituality, self-care, service, social connection, and the simple daily disciplines that pave the way to lasting freedom. This is Positive Sobriety. Welcome to a special edition of the Positive Sobriety Podcast. Hey, I'm Nate Larkin, here with your friend and mine, David Hampton. And we are in, we're recording this, I don't know when you're listening to it, friend, but we are recording this during the holiday season in the year 2022. We're now in that, uh, you know, high speed chase between Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got grand I've got grandkids in the house who are hinting heavily day after day uh-huh. as to what you know might be nice to appear under the tree in uh, just a few short days away, um, and I've got Christmas parties to attend. Uh, life is definitely speed, speeding up here, David. Right. So so tell me, is my addiction? Uh, is my recovery at an elevated risk right now? Yes. <laughs> the good okay. news. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas and happy holidays and bah humbug <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Grinch that uh, stole alcohol from people here, but um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, and not just substances, but you know, all of our respective uh, potentially mm-hmm. addictive compulsive behaviors, but yes, uh, you know, we see a high spike in um, uh, things that, you know, especially uh, surveys about substance use and things like that mm-hmm. during the holidays. And um, while, you know, on one level we think, well, that's a no brainer, you know, people are stressed out or, uh, you know, it's whatever. I think one of the things that, you know, there were some people interviewed for some interesting uh, uh, surveys that I read. And one of the things that people report um, is the fact that their expectations are not matching reality and, oh. uh, and they're overwhelmed. And that can be, mm-hmm. you know, because of financial pressure, their limitations to do mm-hmm. what they feel is, is, is expected of them, their time constraints uh, that, you know, I've only got so many uh, available nights and I'm invited to this many things. Who do I disappoint? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, all these kind of things. Uh, but, uh, but also our inner turmoil, uh, kind of comes up and and grief issues come up. We have people, you know, that we lost this year that should have been here tonight or whatever Mm -hmm. the scenario is. And, um, and, and for some people not having a lot of, uh, social opportunities is depressing because they're isolating. Sure. Sure. If our, if our addiction uh, has impacted our relationships. So mm-hmm. they're now strained mm-hmm. or, or uh, distant or absent entirely. Mm-hmm. Now we've arrived at what is supposed to be a, hol- a family holiday. 
mm-hmm. right? Right. Every It's all families and friends. And somehow we're not able to have that Hallmark Christmas, mm-hmm. that Disney, you know, the one that shows up in every holiday movie at yeah. the end, the heartwarming yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. We're freaking alone. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really hard time for people, and um, there are just some interesting things about uh, the holidays too, Nate. Just um, you know, when when we think about well, people overuse alcohol, for instance. You know what mm-hmm. uh, what does that really look like? And I I've been working on some articles related to um, this very thing, and one of the things that we found. Um, is that uh, the the American Psychological Association says that about 38% of the people they survey, um, you know, which is about a third, um, experience real stress and anxiety uh, during the holidays to the point that they're, you know, experiencing physical illness, depression, uh, you know, and and they report a lot of substance uh, misuse during that time. Um, But the the interesting thing is, is that... um, the average American who's considered a moderate, managed moderate drinker uh, reports mm-hmm. drinking about 27% more during the holidays. Um, okay. You know, and that would be like between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day, you know, that they're, right. that they're looking at. And, and another, this is what I thought was kind of interesting too. The Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, which is, you know, regulates uh, a distilled spirit sales and so yeah, forth. Yeah. It Tra- sounds like a manufacturer's group though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. They, they are a, a 40, group. yeah, they're a 49 billion with a B uh, dollar a year industry. And their report that about a fourth of their profits uh, come during the uh, month between Thanksgiving and New Year's day. Okay. Sure. Right. You know, so about a fourth of that, uh, you know, is consumed during that, during that month and, um, you know, alcohol related car crashes are up about 58%, uh, during the holidays. New Year's day is the most dangerous day to drive with a 116% increase in the likelihood of, uh, dying in a car crash. And so, you know, not, not to be the, the voice of, you know, Christmas joy here, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, sobering, not to be funny, but statistics uh, that, you know, we need to pay attention to because what it's telling us is, is that, you know, this is more than just, oh, you know, I have a little extra wine when we decorate the tree or, oh, maybe Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, have a little uh, more beer than we usually do at the Thanksgiving, New Year's Day football games, (laughs) you know, all that stuff. This is, this is indicative of daily drinking, uh, and increased daily drinking over a period of just a few weeks. And yeah. So, you know, David, I've got to wonder whether part of that isn't just in our language, the Mm -hmm. freaking word holiday. Sure. So a tax holiday is a time when you're not paying tax. Right. Uh, A bank holiday is when the banks are closed. Mm -hmm. A holiday is when the rules are off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've worked, I've been really attentive to my Mm -hmm. recovery. I've been doing the work for a whole year, but now there's a holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kind of a uh, a year of jubilee for the <laughs> right, 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 and it and it ends with that wonderful January first, which is the time I can reset. Uh huh. You know, it's kind of the I, I'm sure you've noticed this. You know, when we send people to rehab, especially for substance abuse, 
you can almost guarantee they're going to get hammered the day before they know they have to show up for rehab. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have had, yeah, I've had so many, so many clients tell me that, uh, you know, just tell the guy picking me up in Arizona that I'm going to be sloshed when I get there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. right. Cause you're thinking this is the last hurrah. This is the last time in my warped thinking, right? In my warped thinking, this is the last time I can reward myself, enjoy myself, indulge myself. Of course, in this poison or this toxic behavior that's killing me and wrecking my life. Mm -hmm. But somehow we still see it as something we're going to lose Mm -hmm. rather than sobriety and serenity as something we're going to gain. Uh, You know, know, we see this uh, acting out or using behavior, you know, uh, at, at any rate. So yeah, it's a perfect setup at the holiday time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to go on holiday and then I'm going to jump back on the bus. It's going to be a reset on January 1 and right. I'll get back to work. Yeah, yeah. But but interesting. So I've heard. So yeah. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, the diet industry loves New Year's Day. I, I know that too. So, yeah. you know. Uh, the gym industry. Right. Yeah. My gym is going to be packed. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like church on Easter. You know, when you go back to <laughs> New Year's Day, <laughs> New Year's Day, yeah. you're going back to the gym. Everybody's, you know, paying for their sins and trying to really work it all off. But uh, uh-huh. it, what's really interesting is while we're giving ourselves all this permission, you know, mm-hmm. uh, during this kind of uh, holiday month, yeah. um, we're also engaging in some really stressful situations. And so mm-hmm. while I might handle those differently at another point in time, um, mm-hmm. you know, if it's permissible to drink a lot more at the family gathering, cause it's just really, you know, kind of a hellish experience for whatever reason, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. then, then I, you know, tend to do that. Or I tend to go mm-hmm. into the office party thinking, you know, um, I, I'm very insecure here anyway. I don't, yes, I don't yes, feel yes, super comfortable. Yes. Uh, yeah. so I think I'll just have a extra one or two to, you know, help me, right. uh, you know, navigate whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think while we're giving ourselves all this permission, we're also entering all these stressful, potentially, you know, stressful situations mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, travel. I mean, good Lord, you know, getting on an airplane during the holiday months, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm, or even mm-hmm. just being in a, car with two kids under five years old for any yeah, period yeah. of time at all. Sure. Um, sure. Sure. You know, but, but people are, are, you know, they're giving their, themselves a lot of permission. Uh, and, and, but, but it's also calling out to us, um, that, you know, well, you know, that thing you do, you could do that right now and, and we'd mm-hmm. be, we'd be okay. And, yeah, and I I think also problematic not to blame. Let, let's not sh- let, let's not shift the blame to an area outside our control. Mm-hmm. But let's acknowledge that in much of modern culture there is an expectation that holiday equals alcohol. Mm-hmm. That right that a Christmas right. party is where we drink. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve is absolutely when we drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I'm not a distilled spirits guy, uh, but it's amazing you know, how many bottles of bourbon and whiskey that I have somewhere in a closet mm-hmm. because 
because in the minds of some folks, that is, that's the expected, that's, that's the perfect, that's the premium, thoughtful holiday gift. Sure. Yeah. 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 And and we're, we make a lot of assumptions, you know, when we give uh, gifts like that and I'm I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not shaming people for, um, you know, thinking of those things to, to exchange with people, but it's, it's a hard thing when you hand somebody something that they may secretly know, um, if I take this home, I stand a real chance of maybe, you know, wanting to get into this and I'm trying to, um, change my behaviors. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, who do I give it to? What do I do with it? You know, that kind of thing. But, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's always a, almost an expected thing that somebody's going to give you a bottle of bourbon at some event or an occasion that you attend. And, um, so that's where it helps for me, by the way, to be a sex addict is that, uh, people don't give me porn for Christmas, you know? Uh, yeah yeah you don't you don't get the Pornhub gift card or any of no, that I haven't gotten a, I haven't gotten one yet no 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 yeah. no no <laughs> nobody's uh, calling strippers for me or anything like that so yeah it, yeah I have it a little easier in that respect than, yeah uh, than but the alcoholic know, does right but you know um there are people reporting that their acting out increases because yes. their intimacy uh during this time is their lack of intimacy in their lives yes. is so yes. acute they're so aware you know that they're so disconnected absolutely absolutely and i can look back at holiday seasons mm-hmm. where where i have relapsed and, mm-hmm. and and absolutely it puts me at a heightened risk no doubt about it stress of any kind by the mm-hmm. way david right if if i learned to medicate stress with a behavior or with a substance mm-hmm. then whenever i encounter a stressful uh uh situation where i do not have first of all the skills and also the support to navigate that stressful situation in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I don't have a team around me. I don't have people to talk to. I don't have a toolbox full of tools and how to deal with these uncomfortable feelings. I don't know how to, uh, you know, my temptation is going to be suppress and medicate the feeling mm-hmm. with a substance or an activity. Yeah. And that's yeah. A, that. So I get the impulse. Yeah. I'm 23 years into recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I still get the impulse to use under stressful situations. Oh, sure. Sure. I I have people ask me all the time. Don't you must never think about drinking anymore because you, uh, you know, got sober in 2005. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can romanticize the idea, especially, you know, when I'm at an event or uh, someone's home and um, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, not for long, but I do have that fleeting thought where, you know, I, I wonder if I could, you know, have a glass of red wine without, um, you know, thinking I'm one of the Rockettes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it, yeah. maybe that's possible. But then I, you know, it's like we always tell people, play the tape to the end. But yeah. Nate, with intimacy issues and and um, and and sex addiction and compulsion to act out in that way, what? What is a way, especially during this time, you know, because yes. our, our, our relationships are so called out <laughs> mm-hmm. at, yeah. at this point in time, what are ways that, that people can um, start to identify their potential for um, 
okay, I'm starting to get uh, a little a little triggered here. Uh, mm-hmm. This this you know this is calling out my my loneliness, my lack of connection, yeah, and yeah. all of that. And I mean, this could apply anytime. I mean, it you know, sure, sure. I mean, hell, it could be you know on Tuesday of last week. It doesn't have to be Christmas, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. But what can you tell people at this, especially now? Well, I do think this is the time of year to really accelerate and. Uh, uh, intensify our attendance at meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe fervently that the opposite of addiction is connection. Right. It's especially appropriate to me as a you know as a, a porn and sex addict mm-hmm. that porn offered this artificial connection mm-hmm. that you know that salved this you know trauma based need in me to connect in this deep loneliness. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So so. So when I'm feeling, you know, uh, disconnected, lonely, and uh, and I feel now the impulse to use, mm-hmm. my very best preventive mess- uh, measure is to make a healthy connection in a safe place with trusted people. Yeah. So I would say, and I advise guys all this time, and I, this is one of the things one of the reasons I'm grateful that in the Samson Society, we now have online meetings, multiple meetings every day. Oh, that's great. So there's always, there's a safe place to go and you're going to have six or seven or eight opportunities a day to connect. Mm. And I can meet that need and I don't, now I don't have to deny it and I don't have to medicate it and I don't have to run from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing about the fellowship of uh, the uh, of AA and the other 12-step fellowships. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have gone to a meeting on Christmas. Mm, uh huh. Yeah. I have not uh-huh. done a Christmas Day meeting, but I've done Christmas yeah. Eves a few times. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and I've done Christmas Eve meetings and it's, and it's a beautiful and it's a very special thing. Mm-hmm. And if those around us who know our story and are supportive and care about us and are encouraging our recovery, uh, they ought to be able to support our decision, even on a holiday to yeah. say, Hey, I love you guys. And I need to take an hour and 90 minutes and get to a meeting. Yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, that is, that is so good because it is about um, finding that connection and, and, and cultivating it throughout the year, of course, but, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. definitely not taking a holiday from your, uh, from your support network. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you know? right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cause you know, everybody is always too busy, you know, well, I was going to go to my meetings or I was going to meet my recovering friends, but, um, God, we got so much to do and there's, you know, mm-hmm. 9 million ways to, you know, make uh, reasons for that. But that connection is so important at this point in, um, I think in the year, because again, I think we, I think we all feel a little bit vulnerable and especially, yes. you know, it exposes all of our, uh, all of our insecurities and, yeah. um, issues and expectations and resentments and, um, yeah, you know, yeah. Other, the potential. And, I, and I don't think it helps, you know, the way the holidays are idealized by media, mm-hmm. uh, by the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. there is, I, it, you know, you, you talked earlier about expectation mm-hmm. and we really want to make it the perfect Christmas for the people we love or, sure. or a perfect Christmas for us. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to <laughs> let's let's just for a moment accept the fact that that holiday movie 
<laughs> they shot that over the period of weeks or months. There were multiple takes. Mm-hmm. It has been heavily edited. Mm-hmm. I mean, to make it look that perfect. No real family gathering or friend gathering is ever going to be that perfect. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So ratchet down that expectation. Let's get more realistic. And at the same time, I I also think that um, appreciation or gratitude is uh, just an, uh, it's probably our best antibiotic against this infection. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, right? yes, that, I, that is at the top of the, I have kind of a list of things I'm telling clients right now to kind of mm-hmm. practice during the holidays. And maybe I'll yeah. share some of those with you, but that is at the top of the list. And you know, if nothing else, it changes our brain, you know, yeah. uh, just to sit down and mindfully practice gratitude, um, for the things that we've, uh, not, you know, not, not taking an inventory of our material possessions, but just, mm-hmm. you know, taking stock of, um, the gift of, of life and the people around yeah. us and, um, all of that. Hey, let's take a break here. But yeah. when we come back, David, um, maybe you can go through a list of the things that we can do in addition to gra- gratitude. Mm-hmm. What are, what are the pointers that you can give us? Uh, to navigate and really get through this holiday season in a way that's wonderful and memorable and sober and safe. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll be back in a moment on the Positive Sobriety Podcast. Every person engaged in the fight against alcohol addiction has their own reason for being involved. Maybe it's a husband or wife a daughter or son, a mom or a dad, a best friend, a colleague, a job, a hobby, or just yourself. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On the Positive Sobriety Podcast, we understand that the opposite of addiction is connection. And our mission includes building a strong community and working together to break the stigma of alcohol addiction. That's why we've partnered with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community even further. Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or a relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof of sobriety in real time to help rebuild trust and foster peace of mind. Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community at soberlink.com PSP. That PSP, of course, stands for Positive Sobriety Podcast. The link again is soberlink.com slash PSP. Welcome back to the Positive Sobriety Podcast. And uh, you are uh, listening to Nate and I uh, really exchange what I hope is encouraging 
uh, news. I know there's uh, a lot of uh, potential angst and stress at this time of year uh, with the holidays, but here are some things that, uh, you know, we we like to be uh, about the positive part uh, here mm-hmm. on the Sobriety mm-hmm. Podcast. And uh, so here are some things that yeah. I'm encouraging. We're going to do the negative sobriety podcast <laughs> next, but, but for now. Yeah, that would that, that might be fun, though. You know, you be really, <laughs> that could be a really, really fun show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it, um, I have tried to put some things together for some clients that, uh, you know, this is not their high point of the year right now. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. they're newly sober. Many of them, you know, are newly sober. And. Um, you know, we were just talking about gratitude and I, uh, encourage all my clients to practice gratitude, to have a mindfulness practice of, um, making, um, making lists of things that, that are, uh, the, not the, not the material blessings in their lives, but the things that they are truly grateful for, even the experiences and the things they're learning in their Mm -hmm. own recovery Mm -hmm. and, Mm-hmm. You know, um, gratitude, uh, I think, I think gratitude is a, is a humility exercise. I think it makes yes. us kind of right sized. Um, I'm not as big and grandiose and my, my issues and my problems aren't as big and grandiose when I can spend a little bit of time reflecting on the areas where I can be truly grateful for mm-hmm. uh, what I get you know, to experience in my, in my life. And, yeah. Um, and that, and that means gratitude even for the difficult situations that woke us up. Right. Grat, gratitude for, you know, D-Day, gratitude for hitting the wall, gratitude right. that the insanity was finally exposed for what it is. Yeah. Gratitude that we've been set upon a new path, even if that path is yet unfamiliar and at times difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a guy tell me recently, he said, you know, he said, this is going to sound really crazy, but he said, I'm grateful for ending up on a gurney in a hospital gown and some little hospital socks strapped mm-hmm. to a bed mm-hmm. uh, because I was so dysregulated um, because it took that for me to see myself. He said, every time yes. I, every time we talk about some of these recovery principles and, and things I've done, I almost feel like I'm talking about somebody else. And, yeah. uh-huh. um, and he said, that picture stays with me. And he said, I'm grateful for that experience. You know, mm. he said, you know, mm. nothing mm. says you've hit a wall, like, you know, a paper gown. And so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 So he's very grateful for that. But you know, another thing, and we've touched on this too, Nate, is, is to confront the unrealistic expectations. I, I tell people mm-hmm. all the time when they're stressing out over the holidays, I've, I'm saying, okay, what, what are the expectations that are under this experience you're having and where are they coming from? And are they yours or someone else's? And you certainly don't have to buy into somebody else's, um, Mm -hmm. but take time and sit down and, and, um, really address what might be your expectations. The, the, the ones that are a little unhealthy, the ones that are a little, um, just, just too, uh, unattainable. They're unrealistic. They're unattainable Mm -hmm. because, uh, no holiday will ever be enough. Like you were saying earlier, uh, there's no, yes. you know, it's, there's, there's no enough, uh, if yes. my expectations are, you know, that, that we're all going to, you know, leave here, you know, Christmas caroling and holding hands, you know, it yeah. may not, yeah. Yeah. it just yeah. may not yeah. be the way the night wraps up, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we've got to have that, uh, handle on those, um, 
expectations. Another thing is I tell people, especially with substance issues and alcohol, navigate social gatherings really carefully uh, early mm-hmm. in your sobriety. Always have an exit plan. You know, yes. um, you can go to that company dinner. Um, don't don't isolate, but uh, don't feel like you have to stay all night. Um, yes. Have an exit plan. Know that you're going to go in for 30 minutes, make a big circle, say hi to everybody. And by the time they're on their third or fourth martini, they're going to think you were there all night. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and have a way out. Don't, don't share rides with other friends because they may want to stay longer than you're comfortable. Yeah. You feel yeah. triggered. You need to go home. Um, so really, you know, go to these events, take part in these events, but have an exit plan, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe even take a sober companion as your plus one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, there's a way to enjoy it, but don't, um, don't go in open-ended and hope for the best. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, here's another idea I have. I don't know if it's on your list, but mm-hmm. I have this strong urge to conform mm. so that if other people are behaving in a certain way or indulging in a certain substance or activity, I kind of feel this inner drive to conform. I don't want to be the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a real revelation to me to discover that a tonic with lime looks exactly like a vodka tonic with lime. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can participate in a conversation and probably be, <laughs> over time <laughs> be a better participant in the conversation and more aware of what's going on and a little less stupid. Well, if, and, and you'll remember uh, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there, you know, there are adjustments that I can make in, uh, in what I consume, what I do that, so that I can, uh, so that I don't have to feel so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm all for that and, you know, have mm-hmm. a mocktail from the mocktail bar more and more places. You know, we've had lots of people mm-hmm. on the show that have, uh, you know, uh, even started promoting this as a, as a vocation, uh, you know, sure. that there, there are options that are, uh, good and interesting options to drink at events now that yeah. uh, people are much more sober conscious. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, participate, enjoy, fit in, but uh, have an exit plan and, and know that you don't have to, uh, you don't have to ride out the whole, the whole night. Um, yeah. Another yeah. area though, Nate is self-care, you know, just mm-hmm. managing our self-care during this time, getting enough rest, not, uh, skipping our exercise routines, not skipping oh. opportunities to go for a walk and keep our brain stimulated because, you know, our, our lack of self-care has the potential to, you know, lead us to self-loathing and restlessness and irritability. And, yes. um, so as much as possible, and I know this is, you know, a very, very busy time for all of us, but as much as possible, that self-care has a real, uh, way of carrying over into not sabotaging yourself in other areas as well. Sure, sure. If if holiday in our mind is a time for indulgence, right? Mm-hmm. It's pleasure that we don't ordinarily allow ourselves to experience. But now we're going to pull it back and we're going to indulge. Uh-huh. Um, if we can properly understand what is truly satisfying in terms of behavior, uh-huh. And in terms of uh, diet and what really leaves us feeling better rather than leaving us feeling worse. Right. Then then perhaps we can even start to think about indulging 
in exercise uh, over the holidays, mm-hmm. maybe a little extra time on the, uh, you know, at the gym as a way yeah. to reward ourselves. Yeah. I'm talking way over my head and way out of my own experience right there, <laughs> David, because I have not been able to categorize uh, exercise that well yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still see it as drudgery and I have to push myself to do it. So the urge at holiday time. Mm-hmm. is to give myself a vacation from yeah. that kind of self-care. Yeah. And just, and reminding yourself that you're investing in yourself, you know, yes. um, and that, and that it's worth it, Your health is worth that for sure. And, and your well-being, your mental uh, clarity, mm-hmm. all that goes with that um, lower yeah. anxiety levels, all that kind of stuff goes with that. Um, and, 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 you know, we talked about connection, you know, a good bit already. And I just encourage people to connect, connect, connect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pick up that phone, go out and be social, go even, uh, be among, uh, the people and sit in a coffee shop, be out in the, um, in the community, in the culture and, yeah. and take in that holiday, uh, experience, uh, and, and, and of course meetings and, and connection with 12 step groups and support and all of that, but stay in touch with your, with your, um, with your connected self, you need to, you need to connect with yourself, God and others, uh, during this time, you know? Um, and so that's a, you know, a spiritual practice as well to, you know, really stay in touch with your higher power, the God of your understanding and, and maintain those spiritual practices. And one last thing that I've got, and this is always one that kind of is, uh, an eye opener for people. I ask them to seek an opportunity sometime during this season to serve. Um, oh, to do some kind good. of service work or serving mm-hmm. others where they're not going to directly benefit, being a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, it makes us more right-sized. It, um, it allows us to have the experience of um, uh, going out and, and, and giving away our, ourselves, something that you mm-hmm. know I didn't get off easy by just throwing $50 at it. You know, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. mean, end of year giving is great. And all our nonprofit friends, you know, we love that. Um, But I want I don't want people just to sit at home and stroke checks uh, for the tax write off at the end of the uh, the year. I want people to engage in the reward of experiencing something bigger than themselves when they give uh, in a way that that is that is significant. And there there are tons of opportunities in our communities where people are begging, you know, for volunteers, uh, for sure. just a yeah. little time, uh, over this season. Uh, because when we do that, um, you know, serving is again, it's a, it, it takes us to a place of humility, you know? Sure. And, um, yeah. and it, and it really does disarm a lot of our, our impulses and our triggers and our, I deserves and, mm-hmm. uh, puts our entitlement mm-hmm. into proper perspective yes. and yeah. So uh, those are things that I'm, I'm trying to encourage uh, myself and, and the people that I work with to do because, again, you know, uh, the stressors are real. The tension is uh, certainly real and families aren't perfect. And uh, we all are tempted to spend more money than we have and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those things that go with it. And I think if we can, if we can put in perspective what is really expected of us and what is really important, uh, most important uh, in what it means to share this time with one another. Um, I think a lot of that will take a, will take its own proper place. That's beautiful. 
Well, listeners, I sure hope you have found this as helpful as I have. Uh, It is good to stay conscious and stay deliberate in order to maximize our own enjoyment and our usefulness to others and uh, to really make this holiday season a special one. We don't just want to blur our way through uh, this season as we have in years past and look back not clear on what happened, perhaps except for the things that we regret. Uh, <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's change the script this year. Yeah. And uh, hey, thanks so much for giving that some systematic thought, David. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's, been, it's been really good just to kind of bounce that back and forth because I really feel mm-hmm. like our, our listeners, sometimes we, you know, uh, we have wonderful guests and we get wonderful input and advice and hear wonderful stories, mm-hmm. but um, in, in this particular time of year, I think we all find ourselves in some circumstances that we'd like just a little bit more, um, uh, input about how mm-hmm. we might navigate them differently. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for this special holiday issue, issue, <laughs> holiday episode of the, of the positive sobriety podcast until next time. I'm Nate and I'm David and we are your pals on the Positive Sobriety Podcast. The streets are deserted. I guess all the families are home. The night sky is empty except for a pale yellow Here by my window, I sit with her ring in my hand. I look up and ask that old moon what I can't understand. Holiday moon, hanging so Remember the 
There's food on the table I haven't been able to eat Booze on the counter More than I'd want her to see I can't help but wonder Whether she's sleeping alone Are we together Watching this holiday moon Holiday moon Hanging so In a holiday sky In a holiday sky Well, how do you stay? I've got to know how you shine Don't you get lonely Especially at holiday time I get lonely, not only at holiday time. The Positive Sobriety Podcast is recorded at Crossroads for the Nations in Brentwood, Tennessee. Live producer Rex Schnelli, music by Rex Schnelli, theme music by Matt Ulrich, uh, hair and makeup by Lyle Lovett, uh, wardrobe <laughs> by Kathy Gifford. 